made on Ridgeway Sports Podcast, episode number 10. Hunter Keister, co-hosted with... K-Mac. Back with the episode number 10, made on Ridgeway Sports Podcast. Got a little something short and sweet. Nothing really happening too crazy in this week of sports. But we got a nice little exciting show, and we are going to kick this one off with the Duke-UNC game that just finished up a little bit ago with UNC taking down Coach K in his final game as Duke's head coach. And uh, they make the national championship in what looked to be, we only caught the last few minutes, but it looked to be a very back-and-forth game with uh, UNC barely edging it out, 81-77. to all right, as we look at some stats for this game, Carter, what stand out to you? I mean, you got to see these uh, these Duke shooting stats were absolutely awful. Yeah, uh, I can't disagree with you there. Um, what stood out to me was Caleb Love for UNC, that second-half takeover. If you remember, he scored only six points in the first half. Over 20 the second half. Yeah, he was just banging them up. He was banging Threes. them everywhere. Off screens, off rolls, just stopping and popping, step backs. He was so fast at scoring. Yeah. Uh, and all of his points, there were no no free throws. It wasn't like he was getting just free free points. Like he was working them. Um, and Duke had chances. Uh, the league was switching back and forth. Several times in the final minutes, and uh, Duke just missed some free throws. Yeah, they missed a couple really crucial, crucial free throws. Um, that could have changed it, but uh, UNC, wow, that was exciting. Yeah, for only watching the last few minutes, it was a looked like it was a really good game. Right. UNC shoots seventy percent from the free throw line. Duke shoots sixty, so nothing really too good from either team. Uh. Three pointers though, ten of twenty six for UNC, thirty eight percent. Five of twenty two from yeah, Purdue. Yeah, that, that's why for twenty two percent. You take twenty two and you can't even make ten. Wow, that'll beat that. That's what lose yeah. you lose the games every time. Yeah, so both teams really didn't shoot, and they didn't shoot good from the free throw line. Twelve yeah. of twenty. Yeah, that's, that's barely even, but that's barely above sixty percent, fifty percent. Yeah, that's yeah, like we mentioned, free, free throws. Yeah. Rebounds, UNC won by nine. Um, offensive rebounds, they got two more assists. It was seven to twelve in favor. Ooh, look at that though! Turnovers. Ten to four in favor. And UNC still pulled it off. Twenty-one of the Armando Beckett. I think I said his name right. Huh. Twenty-one rebounds. Armando, yep. No assist. Eleven points. That's a double. That's a nice double double. Yeah. Wow. And nobody did really anything for Duke. Okay, yeah, he's like their center. That makes sense. Yeah. He's their big man. Okay. But. Still, 21 boards is yeah, awfully, yeah. Wow. Um, Do we get all the stats? I think we. That dude played 40 minutes. Holy smokes. So he played pretty much all. Yeah. Both Love, of their guards played. Love and Black played yeah. 40 minutes. RJ David played 36. Duke went a pretty tight rotation, only one and two, four, five. They went a seven seven man bench, two fours. Oh yes. UNC played eight guys. Duke only played seven. 
Mm. It's like when it comes to big games, though, you don't like go too deep into your bench. Yeah, that makes sense. You put out your best <clears throat> five players and roll the dice. Do what I have, and then. Crazy. Great game. Looked like a crazy <laughs> game from start to finish. Unfortunately, we were at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> we were running a little bit behind. Uh, yeah. Just uh, to say the least. Crazy day, to say the least. But we're going to jump into what we got, what we did today as Kurt and I traveled to Ann Arbor and we watched the spring game. So we are just going to give you guys both of our top three performers from today's spring game. Uh, Michigan did a Maze versus Blue spring game with the blue team coming out on top, um, which was surprising because to me it looked like the um, yellow team or Maze. The Maze, the Maze team, team was superior. Was superior. Um, but all the best players were just on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. They didn't really play too too much of their starter, which is smart. Can't blame them. Would hate to see somebody get injured in a uh, spring game like that. So. You know, let, let us as the fans see him a little bit and then take him right out. I think it's smart. It sucks because, you know, we want to see J-Day and we want to see all these guys. But, um, Wanted to. Yeah, we need it. We need these guys to be healthy for the season. Uh, forget a little spring game. But, Kurt, I'll let you go first. Who is your top three performers from this spring game? Um. Oh, man. Where do we start here? Um. I'm going to say... I had to pick three players. I can never remember that corner's name. But I liked what he did today. I cannot remember his name. Turner? DJ Turner? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Uh, I thought he played all right because we just have too many receivers lined up against. So uh, if he's able just to kind of take some good steps from last year, solidify one side, I think that would really help. I, I liked him today for sure. Yeah. Made some nice pass breakups. Um, I don't know. Um, trying to think. It's just kind of hard because the game was so weird. So many different players were in there. Yeah, it's kind of hard to like, get a good read, honestly. All right, I would say my second player that stood out to me from the spring game would be uh, Davis Warren, the quarterback for the Mays team. Uh, <clears throat> Played really good, 12 of 23 passing attempts, 175 yards, um, and had some good runs too. Uh, QB powers. Uh, but this is just a battle for the QB3 spot, so I would say he played pretty solid and outperformed uh, the other quarterback for the blue team, Alan Bowman. He, man, my Samanos, my Samanos. <clears throat> so, I'm going to go with two guys. That stood out to me. Okay. As I'll take it over, um, I'll start with my first one, and it was definitely Darius Clemens. Kurt thought the same thing as well. He played very well. Kurt, you have that, that stats pulled up? Ten targets. Ten targets. He got targeted ten times. Wow. Um, through three receptions. <clears throat> and, uh, 53 yards. Three receptions, yeah. 53 yards. That's not too bad. 35-yard touchdown. Yeah, yep. And he had that really nice catch for a touchdown. So, 
he gets targeted a lot. I think he's going to make a lasting impact in his freshman year. But uh, he definitely bought out Forrest. So he will be my first, uh, the first star player I'll give out. The next one, um, I believe it's Real first. quick, though, where would you think he would slide in? Like, what do you think he'd be? Two, three? I, I want it, like... Not I the like one. you got to give Ronnie Bell back the one. He could probably be two. Uh, him and Cornelius Johnson will probably fight that out. But he could Anthony? Andrew Anthony, and, too? And, and, and Roy Anthony. Johnson. I think he'd be a slot. He could all, he could be a slot. But I think he'd play Anthony in the slot. That's what I'm saying. And then, yeah, and then play Clemens. And, Outside. Clemens and Because he's big, 6'3". Cornelius. So you got a lot of weapons. Um, speed. And a lot of speed on offense now. Um, but Dunlap was uh, my second star. Tevion, I believe his first name, maybe. Dunlap. I, I believe so. I know it's Dunlap is his last name for sure. He he was he's uh he's not very fast, but he was quick with his cuts. The holes that he had, he got in the holes and he kind of like made, made some, some people made miss. Some nice cuts, made some people miss. He showed off his power as he could crunch some people, and his little burst of speed on some runs. So I thought that he'll be that third back, that third compliment back, um, like Corum was his freshman year, and he could also take. Dunlap, I could, I could Dunlap, see him taking yeah. some screen passes yeah. and getting some good efficient yards. Yeah, I could see Dunlap taking over for Corum um, next season. Well, yeah, when he would go pro. So just a good backfield, you know, Edwards Corum this year with Dunlap, and then uh, yeah, just should be a pretty good offense. Um, we the only question right now is how the offense line is going to play, and if the quarterback, whoever that is, can get them the ball. But that's another that's another. Uh, Question for another day. So we got Clemens, we got Dunlap for my third and final player that I thought had a pretty good game. That will be AJ Henning. Um, he had was it five or five three, receptions, five receptions for thirty-two yards. yards. So great, great to see him with the ball in his hands. He's a guy that when he gets the ball, he makes plays and on end around or in space when he's catching the ball, he can go up and get him. He can you know. He's got pretty decent speed to run the end around and stuff like that. So this offense uh, looked pretty explosive, and when they're all together and playing at a high level with a good quarterback, uh, they can really do some damage this year, I think. Um, so A.J. Henning will be my third player, and that will do it for our coverage on the spring game, as once again the blue team did win. And uh, we will now jump into our worst to first weekly NFL division um, this week. We we will be covering the NFC South, which is the Buccaneers, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. As three out of four teams lost out on Deshaun Watson, they were all in the running, and then uh, here come the Browns to, to steal them from the Falcons. Thank God, because it looked it looked like it was either them or bust. So thank God they at least stole away from the Falcons, because uh, Saints are gonna play them twice a year now. Yeah, <clears throat> that was wild how that all went down, that's for sure. Right. <clears throat> Cardell, I'll let you uh, start with your worst to first. All right, for um, <clears throat> this season, for fourth place, I have the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I like them at six wins. Uh, very porous defense. Probably one of the worst defenses in the league the past couple of years. You can't even argue that. <clears throat> they lose a solid veteran in Matt Ryan. He 
Is he MVP, Matt Ryan? No, but I would still take him just for a year or two if you needed a quarterback. So they lose him. They get Marcus Mariota, who is, I guess, I would say very independable. He can't really stay healthy and has been a Raiders gadget backup player the past few seasons. <clears throat> so... With Marcus Mariota coming in, Calvin Ridley is suspended this year for uh, betting on NFL games. So who do you have at receiver? You have nobody at receiver. You have Kyle Pitts at tight end, but teams are going to key in on that. So, And they have no running game. They just don't look very like a good team built. Um, they need a, a lot they of questions. Need, they need to rebuild. They need that, off, that whole offensive line need to work. Just a mess. Um, and Marcus Mariota might not even be your option or your answer. He might get hurt. So, yeah. So, uh, the Falcons are probably in the um, So, I got them probably last place. Six six wins? Probably worse than that. I could see them finishing worse. Five or six wins. Um, third place for me is Carolina Panthers. Um, depending on who they draft, they could potentially be better. Um, I just am not a fan of Sam Darnold. Never have been since I watched him play against Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. He was complete tr- trash in that game and showed that he was never really about it at USC. He was just all hype. Um, <clears throat> and honestly, with Carolina, he really wasn't that good last year. You got Christian McCaffrey, who durability is a big question mark. If he's on the field, they're definitely better, no doubt. Uh, DJ Moore is also pretty good. He's underrated for sure. So they got offensive weapons. It's just Darnold is not the guy to get them the ball. So maybe they'll draft somebody. Who knows? And on defense, um, they got a solid defense. Um, thanks to Fine Gilmore's a free agent. Uh, they got JC Horn. But I think he got injured last season, if I'm not mistaken. And I like Brian Burns on the edge. He's, he's underrated for sure. Um, so I got them finishing third. You know, I'm going to say six or seven wins. I'd say it's pretty safe. Um, could be worse, but I like six or seven. It's just Sam Donald is just not that guy. He's not that guy. For my second place team, I have the New Orleans Saints finishing second. I, I like them at nine wins for sure. Um, pending even with Winston, you know. I don't know if he's going to be ready for the season. He's, the players always say they are, but will he actually be ready? I don't know. Um, so with him at one point, they were five and two last year and they really managed him. Wow. Like they didn't really let him sling it too much. So he wouldn't be throwing interceptions. So they kind of kept him under wraps, really conservative, but five and two is five and two. Hard to argue with that. He got hurt though. And then after that, their season changed. So I like him. I like them at nine wins, solid defense still. Um, not sure who they're going to draft. You know, they could draft a quarterback. It's I don't know who's going to be there, though. Yeah. That's the biggest question. Who will plunge gonna be, early? Yeah. Gonna be so I like the Saints at nine just because the rest of their team, I feel like, is honestly solid, except they did lose their safety. So we'll see. Um, but they're just – they're still a solid team. They're not – they're definitely better than Atlanta and Carolina to me. So I like them at nine wins. And Bucks. yeah, I'm not going to really argue with that. Tom Brady's back. Chris Godwin will be back. We'll see if he's healthy and ready to go. But uh, Tom Brady is still looking good. 
Uh, still looked good last year. Uh, led the league in yards, obviously, with attempts that comes. But still playing that good at 45, um, just hard to argue with. And if the rest of their team can kind of catch up, I feel like they could definitely go to the Super Bowl this year. So I like them at 12 wins. Um, if they come into the playoffs healthy, I feel very confident in saying they'll go to the Super Bowl. So I like them at 12 wins. Uh, Shaq Barrett's there. Levante David, Devin White. You know, they can kind of get their secondary a little bit better shape. I feel like they could really be good, honestly. They uh, promoted within Todd Bowles from D coordinator, who was a very good defensive coach. Todd Bowles is the one who exposed Mahomes, when you think about it. He started he started playing cover two. So over the top, it was covered, and Mahomes was just used to throwing over the top to Tyreek. He wasn't patient enough. To, that's This whole year for him was just adapting, but um, that's the main thing. Uh, yeah, so they would promote Todd Bulls and uh, shoot, they got Brady. So, and this in that division, I don't see how they're not the class. Uh, no way you can argue the other te- three teams can compete with that. The Saints have his number, but they just won't get the amount of wins to catch up. Unless Tampa flops, but I just don't see it. So, Tampa, 12 wins, first place for me. Got it. I'll go. And I will also take the Falcons, and I'm gonna say they. I'm gonna say they do worse. I'm gonna put them at about five wins. I'm gonna say five wins with seven would be really good for them. I think that's a phenomenal season. Phenomenal. If they would get seven wins, I think that would be phenomenal for them. I don't see it. I see five, six, something like that. Um, Mariota's gonna. I hope. I want to see Mariota be good. He finally got another chance. I hope he can stay healthy just so he can show what he's got, what he's got to offer somebody. Um, Kaepernick could be a also a piece to watch out for with him training at the Michigan Spring Game today in front of some NFL scouts. Um, so you uh, you don't know. He could come back into play at some point. Some might get hurt. Who knows? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but the Falcons, no Ridley, lost Julio Jones already. They have Kyle Pitts, but that's about it to throw the ball to. Their running game has been lackluster for almost forever. Um, and you don't know what you're going to get out of Mariota. And that defense still needs a lot of work. And uh, Mariota's still at, Mariota's decent at best right now, and he has nobody. So what's he going to do? What's, he's he's not he's, put in a very good position, that's for sure. He's not put in a very good position at all. Um, so, yeah, I like them with about five to six wins. Um in third, I gotta put the Panthers there, I think. I think I do gotta put the Panthers in third. Um, I like Sam Donald to be decent. I think that if, if they can keep a team around him and a running back like Christian McCaffrey can, t- can stay healthy, they could compete for second place in the division. Cause I could see them at full strength possibly being better than the Saints. If Christian McCaffrey's playing at 100% and Donald's not terrible, they could be better than the Saints. Um, but for right now, I'll put them at third. Because you don't know what you're not going to get out of Donald. How reliable is Chris McCaffrey? Um, but I like this division. Stay pretty tight and pretty close. I like uh, Carolina probably at eight wins. Eight Ooh. wins. Good eight. Good good eight wins. Because um, their their defense, you know, they got Daisy Horn, who's going to be a stud, I think. Um, Brian Burns, like Kurt mentioned, is very underrated on the off the edge. Um, 
Nice glove. Shaq. Shaq Thompson's all right. He's decent. So, uh, yeah, Carolina will be third. Placing the New Orleans Saints, for me, in second place in this division. Um, I think they're going to be better if Winston can stay healthy. I don't like him for the future. I mean, that 30 and 30 year just kind of scared me away, and he's just been very underwhelming because I loved him at Florida State. I watched him play a lot there. And that's kind of right when I got into college football a lot. So I watched James Winston play quite a bit. And I loved him at Florida State. But he just hadn't really brought it to the pros to this point. Um, but hopefully Dennis Allen and Kamara and all these guys that they're going to have on offense. Plus a solid draft, hopefully. Um, sets them up for success. But um, I like them under 10 wins at 9 wins. Sounds like a perfect spot for them. Could see them maybe getting 10 wins. I don't see them breaking 10 wins. But that 9 to 10 range sounds probable to me. And, uh, you know, I can't I can't bet on my boy Brady came back. He's 50 million years old and he's still slinging the rock like when he first started. And it's not going to stop. If not better. Yeah. That's insane. He's, yeah, he's only really gotten better. I mean, you can say it's accurate or it's deep ball, but he's just smart with football and he wins games. He drives his team down the field, and he, he knows how to win games. Um, but Freddie comes back. You probably get Godwin back because he wants to bring the team back. You know, um, that there's going to be another solid supporting cast around him. And, I mean, it's Tom Brady, man. Like I said, I mean, the the, the Rams with Bobby Rag- Wagner, that is one move that we could have talked about, I guess. Really wasn't worth it. But, I mean, I like it. I like it out of Bobby Wagner. Um and they'll kind of jump on ship. I like out of Bobby Wagner because the Seattle did him dirty. Uh, they didn't Absolutely. Him. You know, he Total found, disrespect. He he's been out, nothing but a beast yeah, there. Yeah, he found out over social media, and he's been your best player, maybe in franchise history. Um, close. Probably close. Um, and you do him like that, so for him to go to a rival. Definitely one of them. Yeah. For him to go I'd to probably a rival, say beast mode. For him to go to a rival was uh, nuts to me, but deserving. And, uh, hey, he wants to win. He said, yeah. I've had enough of losing Seattle. Let's go to L.A. and win another championship. Yeah, and I think that they could give they could give Taylor some fits. They um, will give Tampa fits, but yeah. hey, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but I like Tampa Bay, top of the division. Um, I'll have them break over 10 wins. Give me, uh, give me 11 and what, what's that, 11 and 6. 11 and 6, yeah, give me 11 17 and, games. 11 and 6 for Tampa. I just don't see them losing that much. This but, game is kind of a lot. I could see 11 and 12. I'll put in that division, you're talking probably at least four wins, five wins. Yeah. Yeah, because you you probably be... You're definitely going to beat Atlanta Carolina. I'll say they'll definitely lose a game to the Saints, for yeah, sure. Yeah. The Saints just... Since Tom Brady's gotten there, I think they're like 4-1 and one against them. Right. And they shut them out last year. Yeah. So, yeah, I like, uh, I like them around 11, 12 wins. Six wins did kind of sound like a lot, but five sounds five sound more reasonable. Um, but I think Tom Brady uh, wins the South again and uh, could possibly very well go play for a Super Bowl again. Um, but, yeah, I think, Kurt, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Nope. We got it all. We got it all. I think we got it all. <clears throat> little uh, little shorter episode for you guys. Uh, quite a week in sports and we're getting through the off season. But uh hope you guys enjoyed nonetheless. You know, we'll be back next week for another one, as always. Yep. Like, the draft. comment, subscribe. Big things coming. Big sports things coming. You know, 
I uh, can't wait to get back into it. Hope you guys enjoy this one. Um, share with your friends. Comment if you want us to talk about anything or have any questions. We hope you guys enjoyed Made on Wizard Sports Podcast, episode number 10. Peace. Happy spring.